0: Hey, this is Delitra. Hey, everybody. This is Angela. And you're listening to Nutrient Sisters, a podcast dedicated to helping you learn how to nourish your body and soul. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrient Sisters podcast. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are today. We're back with another episode to help you nourish yourself. And let's get into today's topic. I was sent this post on social media by my sister. Shout out to my sister, because as I mentioned before on the podcast, I don't know what what happens in the news and media for the most part. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, sister. I'm like in a silo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like in a silo on social media. Anyways, so this was a post from the Neighborhood Talk, and it says new law prohibits sodas from being served with kids' meals in New Orleans to fight childhood obesity. According to, and I'm not going to say this right, the Times, Pecunia, this must be the Creole, restaurants will serve water, milk, or fruit juice with kids' meals by default as a part of their effort to give children healthier food and beverage options and to reduce rates of childhood obesity. Hmm. One of the council members... I believe voted on this, said it's a very simple step to educate and nudge our families towards a healthier option. The Post also notes that the current rate of obesity in the city is 14% for kids. Kids. Between the ages of two to four. Yeah. And penalties for violating the ordinance will range from a warning from the health department to a $200 fine. I have opinions about this, but I'm wondering, Angela, what do you think about this? Wow.
1: That is... I mean, it's so hard because when I think about adults, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, like, you know, body positivity. (laughs) But when I think about kids, I'm like, no, 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 they do Mm. not. I do not. I... Don't think children should be obese. I'm gonna say it right now. It's unhealthy. Okay. It's just it's mm. not good for them. And so I'm all for I'm all for because there's this is not the only thing that the country, that states in the country have done to limit child obesity rates. But I like I like this. I like it. No soda. Okay. I like it. Let's start there.
0: It's a good start. Let's just say that I like it. OK, <laughs> your opinion is um, not the same as the people in the comments. What are they saying? Just what are they with... saying? I need to know. OK, so they're saying y'all worried about the soda and not the food. LOL. Which is valid. I'm worried because... about both. Don't try me. I'm worried about <laughs> both. But this is a but good start. <laughs> this is a good start. <laughs> Keep going. He's talking about the, the people that voted for this. And then another... Highly rated comment was, how about allow parents to make these decisions? Oh, also, goodness. Also make healthier options more affordable. Let's educate people on a healthy lifestyle and enjoying sodas and happy meals in moderations. Okay. In moderate. Oh, well, he did say moderations. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Red flag. I was like, did I say that? Right.
1: The last two comments I, I, I you know, I like. The first two comments, goodbye. I do think that we need to make things more affordable. I agree wholeheartedly with that comment. But the comment about let parents decide, no, no, no. I've seen a lot lot of things happen with parents, or a lot of things where parents are like, why don't you let me decide? And I just, nope. (laughs) Because if that were the case, and the rate you said fourteen percent in New Orleans is that we've already let you decide, baby, and and you ain't doing it right. So and you're not making the right decision. You're not making the right decision. So mm-hmm. so
0: no. And the last one, what did he say? Moderations. Let's let's educate, <laughs> let's educate people on a healthy lifestyle and enjoying sodas and happy meals and moderations.
1: Okay, I do agree that. Things can be eaten in moderation. However, mm-hmm. I do not think children should be drinking soda regardless. I said it. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird. Dang. I think it's weird when I see children drink soda. I'm, I think it's weird when adults drink soda. <laughs> but I
0: think. Oh, so you're just against soda.
1: I am against soda. But I like I understand. Like, I, but kids, no, I don't think kids need soda. Kids are at the prime time when they are learning and growing, and we need to give them things in order to thrive, and soda just is not one of them. But I will say, because you said that they're, they're giving them milk and everything, and when I when you sent that that article that your sister sent to you, you sent it to me, mm-hmm. and I remember telling mm-hmm. you, because on the picture it had chocolate milk, and I told you, I don't agree with the chocolate right. milk being there, but it's, you know... It's a small step forward, I guess, to not get the soda in there.
0: Yeah. And sorry. I just saw some I know if my baby wants a high C, they better give them one. Exclamation point. Hey. So someone said that they've never given their child soda. And I, I don't know where the comment is, but they're asking, like, what do you what do you order then? And they said, Well, what I a- order fruit punch or sweet tea. No. Well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're kind of similar. The soda, the sweet tea, the fruit punch, as far as being a sugar sweet beverage. Mm -hmm. I think this guy, because I can read more comments that are not, because i kind of definitely against what you're saying. I think this guy, I agree with his comment the most, that at the end of the day, legally parents, they make these decisions and there's different loopholes that they can go through to circumvent this law and it likely won't change what what and how they eat at home change what they eat at home now I'm all about giving people the education to make informed decisions I don't think that that automatically means that they're gonna make the quote unquote right decision so I like his 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 initiative let's educate people on a healthy lifestyle and that's so I thought that was interesting the quote that it said that it's a step to educate our families towards a healthier option I don't necessarily no, if that's educating people by taking stuff away. That's not education. It is. It is. It, it is. It is. Mm. That's not how school is set up. Okay, but let me. they don't take our book away, our math book away. And now I learn fractions. Like That's not how you educate Girl. people. Like you started to get me heat up. <laughs> heated. You started to get me heated. Okay. But look, let
1: me ask you a question. They took trans fats from all the states. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Oh,
0: you think that's great, but you don't think the sodas is great to get rid of the sodies. No, I'm not saying that it's not great. I don't think kids should be... I'm I'm with you. I don't think kids should be drinking sodas. Adults is not a healthy option for you as well. A kid, a, a child, like you said, is a pivotal time for them to develop and to learn healthy habits. I agree with all of that. But I also agree with letting people make informed decisions and we'll talk later about the research and I can I'm concerned about the effectiveness especially when we're talking about education how how does this educate people I think they could put a disclaimer on there of why they don't
1: provide the soda and I think that that would help like hey we don't provide soda because this that and the third and then they could be like, oh, guess what? 14% of the children where you live are all obese. Uh, and that's what we could go ahead and, and put on there. That's educational.
0: Scary movie. Can I get a number two? <laughs> <laughs> you need to scare um, the people. I, I I don't know the effect. I don't like I'm not a researcher about disclaimers and how that works. I will say that California disclaimer, disclaimer that they have. Like, I don't know if you've seen that before. What's that disclaimer that they have on certain products? Like this is known to cause reproductive yes. issues, or I've seen that something on like, like Amazon. That. Yeah, I'll go to buy something and, I, and yeah. then at that bottom it's like, due to
1: California law, we are entitled to tell you that you know, this is a carcin- right. or carcinogen
0: and you could die. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> ah! <laughs> it that does stand out to me. So I will say that, and I saw it at Taco Bell, I think. But did I still get my Taco Bell don't, meal? Don't did bring, my, still don't bring my Taco, Taco Bell, Bell into this. Oh, yeah. You just say Taco Bell. So I love it. there's a disclaimer at the Taco Bell that I went to that had that. And I was very jarred by that. But I still got my food. That's what I'm talking about. Making informed decisions. No, because and
1: it's I, I, how many people? Look, I'm sorry to cut you off. But look, I, I need to. See, I'm not. But let me. I want to see the research. Where they've done that, and I want to know if it actually makes a difference. Like, putting a disclaimer, like, putting, like, oh, this could, this causes cancer. Like, how many people are actually like, oh, really? Oh, well, let me get the number one then instead. Like, I want to know the research on that, because I don't think that it.
0: And let's, you know, that reminds me now of something I didn't think about. Remember, it might have been maybe 10 years ago, they started to add the calories to the drive-through menus and the menus mm-hmm. inside. If you have a restaurant with a certain amount of franchises, you have to do it. Did that stop people from eating unhealthy meals? No. I don't have the research in front of me, but I don't remember that deterring people exactly. from doing that. I will say for me, and it just because could be because I'm a nutrition professional that sometimes I do see that if I'm just if I don't have my mind made up. Then I'm going to get a triple whopper or whatever, which (laughs) is just an example. I will look at the menu and I'm like, huh, okay, well, this let me put that two together and get whoopie whoop. And that could just be my experience as a nutrition professional. I don't know. But we can talk about the research because there was some new research from a university. Let me pull that up. Yeah, pull that up because I want to see the research.
1: <laughs> because I just personally think, and and I saw this with, you know, I mean, you know, vaccines are a totally different thing. I understand that. But we gave people free will with those vaccines, and look at what we ended up with. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about it. But I think, soda, <laughs> I think we are past the point where you could really give people choices like that. And soda, you don't need soda. You get nothing good from drinking soda, except like maybe euphoria for about five minutes that you drink it. I, if it was something serious, like, I don't know, something serious, then maybe. But this to me is just, it's, it's silly kids don't need soda and they shouldn't even be drinking soda and i don't understand let's take it away take it away take it out of their diet
0: they, they want soda just like their mama got soda, and their mom shouldn't be drinking it either but that's thing. her choice
1: she's mom, a grown adult but the child does not need no soda there's no 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 we already allow them to drink juice and i don't even want to get into
0: that conversation but we already let them drink juice what happened to water Like, what? And they, them kids, they, we can get into that. Kids drink too much juice. Yes. Too much. Too much juice. And it's, and 100%, 10%, 30% is too much juice. And it's, you would think like, okay, that's 100% fruit juice, but the amount that they drink Mm -hmm. is excessive. And juice already is borderline to me, in my opinion. As far as being a health topic, just be a health product, because of how much fruit it takes to make juice. Right. It is an abnormal amount that we would not eat, and we would not advise people to eat. And it doesn't have any fiber. Right. So we we can say that, but it's crazy to <laughs> we, me. Uh, bring up the study. You got the study. Yeah, I do. So the study that I have is from JAMA. What does that stand for before? A Journal of American Medicine. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's what it is. So it's an authority. So this is the outcomes following taxation. So let's talk about taxation, which is not exactly the same as this, but very similar. There are sugar taxes that have been proposed and implemented implemented throughout the United States. So it's not just a New Orleans thing. So they did a systematic review and a meta-analysis. And what I see from the results was that the sugar tax reduced the amount of people that purchased those sugar-sweetened beverages. So sugar-sweetened beverage taxes were associated with higher, higher prices, so they jack up the price, and lower sales of those beverages. Mm-hmm. However, there was no evidence that changes in sugar-sweetened beverages Sugar-sweetened beverages consumption, because they can get their sugar-sweetened beverages any other places. (laughs) And there's also research that needs to be done to see the long-term effects of this. Because my understanding, the sugar taxes are fairly newer-ish, not in the last couple of years, but at least for like a decade. Is a decade like 10 years? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that right? So we don't have long-term studies as to if it's really doing anything helpful. I feel like it does have the opportunity to do that because there are negative consequences of drinking too much sugar-sweetened beverages. And unfortunately, when it comes to children, they're experiencing some of these things earlier, some of these things that we thought were like later in the later in your life right. you would develop like heart disease or diabetes or something like that and and i'm talking about type 2 not type 1 and children are experiencing that more often and they also talked about the concerns with it creating more severe outcomes from covid-19 infections associating poor diet obesity and also the social costs. I mean, socially, children who are obese do not have a great time. <laughs> right. They don't. Right. To put it nicely. Yeah. They just don't. It doesn't make it right but that people treat them worse, but that is what occurs.
1: Yeah. So that is a problem. Yeah. I mean, Americans are so weird to me because they legitimately hate the taste of water, and I don't understand.
0: there are people who say that they're like i hate water
1: drink some freaking water they're like oh no i need to be i need something to sweeten it up with i'm like no you don't but i maybe i'm a little biased because growing up my mom never let us drink sugar or not sugar (laughs) soda or juice unless it was like Mm. a special occasion like i remember we used to go to the roller rink for birthday parties and i could have a soda there but like in the house my mom never let us have. We weren't even allowed to have sugar, sugary cereals. I think I mentioned that once. Wow. I, I ate like Kix, which is like not, not good. Yeah, but no. right, but and so maybe I'm a little bit biased because my mom was definitely. She wasn't like a health nut, but she was like, uh-uh, my kids aren't drinking that. So I appreciate that now as an adult. I'm like, I really appreciate the fact that my mom never let let us have that. Even though at the time I was like, you're the worst mom ever. Um, right. Right, because everybody else was allowed to have, like, Cocoa Puffs and and Coke every day. (laughs) I was drinking water with my kick cereal. But (laughs) (laughs) maybe I am a little biased, but I really
0: just... Yeah, you are.
1: Girl. But I (laughs) just, when I see... I have such a passion for, like, pediatric nutrition because I just... I don't understand. I... You can't give your kids yeah. these things like, uh I can't even put it into words. Look, I just keep groaning because yeah. I don't I don't know how to say this in the nicest way. But like it's the same thing I have when we talk about kids eating a lot of fruit and not a lot of vegetables like vegetables should be the first thing that you introduce. And then comes fruit because what happens is they become so addicted to the fruit because it's it's sweet. And who doesn't like sweetness that they don't want to touch broccoli because they're like, yuck. But it's like if we just taught like I know in WIC we teach women, infant and children, mm -hmm. like if people are on like have SNAP benefits and stuff like that, they'll go to WIC and stuff. But we teach it to Mm -hmm. people who are, you know, I guess low income, kind of need that help and support. But I feel like we don't really teach this in school systems the way that we should be. No. I mean, I could go on and on, but we need, they need more education and
0: understanding. Like your kid really doesn't need soda, ah. Well, that's why I said I agree with what that guy was saying about education and, you know, having, you know, allowing parents to make informed decisions. You are right, there is education available for vulnerable populations because they, you know, they need it, they're, they're at higher risk of developing those chronic conditions. Mm-hmm. And they need, you know, some tips on how to do that on a budget. But the, that programming, like, materials shows that it is possible to eat healthy on a budget. But there's just such a gap in education on how you can do that. And there needs to be more education for everybody out there that's accessible for that. I do agree for, like, children. Children are the future. You want to set them up to have the best life possible. Mm-hmm. And I was not sh- raised strict like you were. Like, I had access to all of that. Sugary cereals, sodas, juice, not even the 100% juice. Right. The 10%, 1% <laughs> right, juice. Right, right. I had soda, I had, yeah, Tang, <laughs> Nesquik, Yahoo was my favorite drink. Right. Turns out that's not even, like, really nope. Chocolate, chocolate milk. milk, like for real, <laughs> it's like chocolate drink. Right. You know, I I was drinking soda at when my school lunch, all that stuff, and I made a personal choice when I was a teenager to stop drinking that because somebody told me that I was going to help me with my acne. My acne was out of control, mm. and now I can't really stand. I don't want to say can't really. I can't stand soda because it's so acidic to me. Yeah. Like it's like throwing acid down my throat. <laughs> Which so I is. am. Yeah, so I am biased when it in in that regard, but I did grow up like this and had some questions from my parents when I grew up as to why they just let us eat all this junk and gave us this junk. But their their perspective was like something totally different when it came to giving us everything. I think some parents they just want to give their child the world, yeah. Or sometimes it's it's hard. I I don't I understand it's hard being a parent. And if there's a gap in education on how can I get healthy meals on the table, you know, and in in a timely manner, or something that's affordable, or even the education when they go to these fast food restaurants, I think, you know, people are going to continue to go to fast food restaurants, and there's a gap in education on what they could actually get there, that is not going to be, you know, really detrimental to their health. And we're talking outside of moderation. I'm just saying, like in general. Mm We should be eating healthy diets and especially children right. because they're just such at a, it's a vulnerable, it's a critical time for them to learn these things. And parents are role models for that. And going back to you were talking about like, the fruits and vegetables and knowing that our taste buds, like innately, we are already okay with receiving sweet foods. Mm-hmm. And it takes time for us to learn and to train our tongue Tongues to be open to to the savory or the bitter or even the umami flavors. So that's that's hard work. I, yeah. I'm not even gonna negate that. But so that's why I say, well, you know, if we're gonna educate them, I don't I don't see this as an education opportunity, but maybe that will teach somebody. I don't know. It wouldn't it wouldn't I don't think it would teach me. I feel right. like I would find like loopholes to go around. Like someone said I don't think it was this article, but there was another council member council member that agreed to this, but he was concerned that, well, then maybe parents will add desserts on instead of Like sodas? I don't know. Yeah, instead of sodas. But I just think of a parent just, just buying a regular adult soda and probably you know having their kid drink out of that. So it's hard to stop people <laughs> completely from doing oh,
1: I know, I hear you. And I agree, parenting is hard. I'm not a parent. I hope to not be a parent. Mm-hmm. So, I'm never, you know, I'll never know that struggle, but ah. Yeah. <laughs> just no. No. But you know what? This isn't the first thing that I've seen. Like the sugar tax. So, I don't remember what state it was. I feel like it was a northern state. But they they moved or maybe it was California. They moved. You know how like when you go to check Probably. out and you see all, you know, all that candy right there? Yeah. They actually made it so that there was none of that. So, like, you, if you went to go check out, it had maybe, like, healthier options or it just didn't have any sort of food-related item up there. But they they made it so mm. that you actually had to walk to, like, an aisle to go get that stuff. So it wasn't as easily accessible. I forget what state did it, yeah. but they, they did that, like, maybe, like, a year, two or three years ago. But And I liked that. Like, I was like, oh, that's a great idea because that's, yeah. you know— and then another one, well, the trans fat. So they remove trans fats from restaurants and things, so you can't have that. Mm-hmm. And I think most—is it most products that they sell in stores too? Is that does the chance uh, the trans fat act apply to that as well? I believe so. Yeah. So there's no. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't really get anything with trans fat in it anymore, which is good. But I mean, they're they're making small strides to make sure that people are are more equipped to choose healthier options. And I don't hate it. I'm really not mad at it. Like, you know, if you right. if people really like you said, they they jack up the prices. So, I mean, like it's available. And if you really want it, I guess you could spend that money. But it, even though it would be a dumb choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I like these things. I like these initiatives because I, I I think as Americans, as a society, we have really like damaged our idea of what it means to eat healthy and like mm-hmm. i hate it it's making us sick it's killing yeah. us it's literally killing us and so those kids that are obese right now when you know our life expectancy i think has lowered a little bit actually i think i just read a, an article about that and yeah i mean these kids that are obese you know their life expectancy is going to be even lower and that's kind of sad yeah
0: yeah, that that is really sad. I like I said I'm not against this. I just think that there's the con- the conversation needs to continue and that there's more conversation that needs to be had and more initiatives to be added to help with that and I would like to see you know the research that shows us the long-term effects. Like you said there's there's other examples like with cigarettes. I think they added a tax to that, right. that has not stopped my family members from smoking. Right. But maybe it has saved somebody's life. So I'm here for that. If that's going to help a child to grow up healthier, save somebody's life, reduce risk, I'm I'm on board with that. But I think, like you said, there are some, some personal biases that we have, like not being parents. Also, that thing you were talking about, about having the candy and that stuff near the checkout aisle. I think that's great. But that doesn't affect me. Like, I never get in line and look and say, ooh, a Reese's. Ooh. I never do that. It's not my thing. Right. I'm not into candy like that. One thing I did say, ooh, is I saw, like, some protein bars over there. I was like, oh, okay. Right. You know, they got a little something. Right. Or I'll see that woman's world magazine and just wonder why it's still in publication <laughs> right but that's just another thing I you know it's yeah, so toxic I never so looked toxic. it really is
1: I never looked at those things because my mom made sure that I never looked at those things like she was like don't don't mm-hmm. you dare ask for you know the old mom like pinch pinch your back of your neck like don't you dare ask for anything in this store so I made sure just to so right. never just don't even look at it and so now I feel like yeah I just don't even look at it like there's nothing last minute right there that I like need like, I'm
0: not like, no. oh yeah, I need
1: this Reese's part
0: today. But do kids do yes. that? I do remember eating, I was eating candy at the store, like inside the store Dang. as a kid. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Now that I think about it. So, that could be helpful for kids to reduce, you know, them asking for all that stuff. And I don't know if there, there might be mom guilt and you're adding that, or I know candy do shut kids up. All that noise it, it, it do. Uh, that they make, it, really do. it, it does do that. So I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here For that. <laughs> well, but, but, with with uh, that though, I think
1: there was another state that actually moved, made sure to move things so they weren't in eyesight for kids. I think it was cereal. Oh, they were testing it with cereal. Yes, because.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because because they said that sugary cereals are in eyesight, and I think some are like like height height wise where kids can reach. Yeah. for it, And that that's a marketing thing. But parents can start the initiative in the beginning or even just now. It's not too late to say this is what we're going to do. Yes. This is what we're eating in the house. Yes. And this is what we're going with. And, you know, there are ways to like keep kids involved and and cooking and shopping and stuff like that make it a game and to make it easier to adapt. Yeah. But parents do have the right and the control to as to what they bring in the house and what the kids are eating in their household. Now, what happens outside? Yes. I don't know. Shout
1: that from the rooftops because I have heard, <laughs> again, not a parent, but I've heard other parents that are like, oh, my kid only eats chicken nuggets. Ma'am, are you the mother? Because... I know darn well that your kid didn't go out to the store, buy the chicken nuggets, bring them back home, put them in the oven, and then be like, oh, I only eat these chicken nuggets. (laughs) Ma'am, you have a right to say, no. I know it's a fight. I'm sure it's a fight. I'm sure it's a Mm -hmm. fight. But they're going to get over it. (laughs) They really are. A lot of kids are not going to starve themselves. They might for, like, the night, but they're not going to do it repeatedly, you know? So, Unless unless yeah. they have maybe some sort of a like disability or something. I've heard like a lot of – actually a lot of kids with like autism will refuse to eat. But that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about kids that, you know, are not going to do that. Say no. Right. It's, it's a hard word yeah. for them to learn, but they need to learn it. And I, So when people are telling me, oh, well, my kid only drinks soda, ma'am. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you have the parent. For now. Right. But they're <laughs> – There's an opportunity for that to no longer be. (laughs) But I don't want to sound insensitive because I know, I really know that it's hard and it's harder to do, to change habits that you have allowed to creep in. It's really, really hard. Even just myself changing habits that I have. So I know kids don't understand. They don't have, you know, the emotional intelligence to really understand all that stuff. So it makes it difficult, but it is worth it. And for for now and for their future. It's it's very serious and you're growing up somebody that's going to be grown and you can set them off to a great path for health and self-care when they take care of themselves and if they want to reproduce, you know, just raising healthier generations. Right. Learning from our past mistakes and and understanding that there are some things that we do have control of. Yes, we do. Yeah. I do and this is it this is it
1: oh, yeah man delicia you know I could just keep going and going and going I feel very strongly about this this topic I see I didn't know you did <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know
0: that you were it. I really do
1: I I mean I know I don't know I know some of our followers are gonna be kind of big mad at what I said but I stand firmly on this hill kids don't need soda that's the end of that
0: conversation okay so oh. biologically, they don't and neither do we. Right. There you go. That's a good. That's, that's I'm a not nice going to go start. as far as people who say it provides no nu- nutritional value. I hate when people say that. That's so annoying <laughs> to me because calories are nutrients. But I as far as like saying. our vitamins, <laughs> they're not giving us any vitamins. They're not supporting healthy. Not nutrient dense functions. No, it's not nutrient-dense. It's calorie-dense. Right. But they're like, oh, lettuce has no nutritional value. What? <laughs> who told you that? <laughs> the internet. I hate all these myths that are out there. I feel like we need to talk about that in an episode one Food time. Myths. Nutrition myths. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could
1: do that. Definitely we
0: could do that. There are a lot of people who do, who use that.
1: Oh, it doesn't have any nutrition in it. Okay. That's another conversation. Listeners, if you want to hear that topic, feel free to message us, DM us, email us. We're always available. We love all of our listeners. We appreciate y'all. We are always learning and growing ourselves as people. You know, Deletra and I are always growing, especially as nutrition professionals. The field changes all the time, so we always have to be ahead of it. But we hope you really enjoyed this episode. Make sure to hit subscribe so you can hear all of our latest episodes right when they come out. Have these conversations with us, too, because we're talking to each other but and we're trying to talk to y'all. But, you know, we would appreciate the feedback and the comments and the suggestions as well. We want to hear what you're thinking and make sure to go on instagram and like our posts we do these things for y'all if there's something that you want to see or you want to know more about let us know and we'll make a a post about it but until then we hope you have a good day